I'm Clyde Lewis, and you're about to listen to a sample of today's Ground Zero show. If you'd like to hear the podcast in its entirety, sign up at Aftermath.media. I'm Clyde Lewis, and this is Ground Zero. The numbers to call the 9503-225-0860. That's 503-225-0860 or 866-536-7469. That's toll free. And tonight it's, uh, I've been doing a lot of reading. I was up late last night reading about something that I've always suspected to be true. And that is earthquake weather. Now, a lot of people will tell you that earthquake weather is a wives' tale. That there's no such thing. That earthquakes happen, whatever weather, whatever goes on. It's you know, but it's been kind of one of those. I don't know if you'd call them uh, call it a conspiracy theory, but it's always been the theory that whenever a place is subjected to a lot of harsh weather, would be low pressure systems moving through that the plates tend to slip slowly. And all they need is just one major storm or one major event to trigger an earthquake. Now, Aristotle, the philosopher and intellectual, he said, and he believed or surmised, that earthquakes were caused by winds in caves. And as such, there was specific weather that started them. And like most people... Aristotle was looking to explain things that were mysteries by making logical hypotheses. That's, he was being a conspiracy theorist, literally. He was giving his hypothesis on what he thought was causing earthquakes. He said it was wind in caves. We know that wind in caves, you know, yeah, doesn't happen. But he, back then, that was his theory. And there's nothing wrong with theorizing, nothing wrong with making equations, figuring things out on your own. There's nothing wrong with asking the questions. And after Aristotle... There were many people that pointed to various other weather signs that would predict earthquakes. A lot of people say that if you look at the clouds and if there are waves in the clouds or, or if there's a cloud that looks like a, you know, how when you throw a stone on a pond and it leaves behind the little round, you know, waves. If you look at the clouds, they make those kind of waves. It's because there's a seismic power. One of the P waves or one of the other S waves that go up into the sky and causes the ripple in the clouds. But that, again, you know, that pushes the bounds of science. Prior to the 1906 San Francisco earthquake, several months of heavy rain had caused the ground beneath structures to become soft. And so that translated to greater shaking of buildings and more overall damage. But they claimed that the devastating rains did not trigger the earthquake, but it was part of the damage that the earthquake caused. In recent studies, there is a theory that is gaining greater acceptance, and that is, well, slight differentiations in thermal temperature is viewed by satellites might end up being a good predictor of certain types of earthquakes. These changes in temperature have occurred before some of the major earthquakes in the late 20th and 21st century, and a, and a, and a body of evidence right now is being gathered that might someday help to predict earthquakes. Thermal changes tend to occur only a few hours before earthquakes. A lot of people talk about how the heat is coming up from the ground, heating the air around, creating spikes in the weather. And we may be seeing some of these things happen with, of course, 
We're seeing the ozone layer depleting. We see the magnetic field depleting. We know that the core of the earth is changing. We've been tinkering with electromagnetic energies with, you know, nuclear power and CERN and others. And of course we can't rule out HARP, the HARP project. So these changes in temperature, uh, modern science will say that earthquake weather is a myth, but see, if they say this, then why aren't we seeing a change in the way we see weather patterns and seismic patterns? And why is it that I have read, I, I've read all kinds of literature on how climate change, the IPCC and others, say that climate change may affect earthquake patterns. Someone knows something that they won't reveal about using treacherous weather to geoengineer earthquakes. It seems that you're, you're hearing it from both sides. I remember back in 2010, there was a Pravda article. U.S. weapon test aimed at Iran caused Haiti earthquake. I remember this conspiracy theory because I think I, I addressed it. But apparently there was, according to the Pravda, there was an unconfirmed report by the Russian Northern Fleets that said that Haiti, the Haiti earthquake that happened was caused by a flawed U.S. Navy earthquake weapons test. And before it could be utilized against Iran, they used it. Something went horribly wrong, and it caused the catastrophic quake in the, in the Caribbean. The unconfirmed Russian report said America carried out a similar test of the Pacific Ocean, causing a 6.5 magnitude quake near Eureka, California. No deaths or injuries were reported, but many buildings were damaged. Furthermore, it was reported that the U.S. Navy may have had full knowledge of the test's damage potential, and speculated it was why the Deputy Southern Command General P.K. Keene was in Haiti when the quake struck there, preparing to act in case of a disaster, perhaps an engineered one. I don't know how many times, and it wasn't just conspiracy theorists who were talking about this. There were a lot of people who were involved with the geoengineering process or know of geoengineering processes that said that the Haiti quake showed all kinds of signs of being geoengineered quite possibly geoengineered from heavy weather problems they had earlier with hurricanes and cyclones. And so uh, P.K. Kane, who was there, said there was a disaster relief group that was there, put there by the U.S. Southern Command before the Haiti quake. So they were already setting up shop there. So the U.S. Southern Command in Miami was there one day prior to the earthquake. And so... And the reason why was because they were doing a pre-disaster simulation. And what, what was the what the pre-disaster simulation was was the impacts of a hurricane in Haiti. And one of the impacts, one of the eventual things that happened, is an earthquake. So when the quake struck, this group was in advanced stage of readiness, and the next day Southcom implemented the system. It's just bizarre that they were there a day before. They were running exercises about earthquakes and hurricanes, connecting both hurricanes and earthquakes, again, for that wives' tale of earthquake weather. 503-225-0860 or 866-536-7469. I'm Clyde Lewis. You're listening to Ground Zero, and we'll be back. You've just listened to a segment of Ground Zero. If you'd like to hear previous shows along with having access to our online library and social media platform, sign up now at Aftermath.media. It's only $10 a month, 
And there's also yearly specials to fit your budget. Again, go to Aftermath.media. I'm Clyde Lewis, and thank you for supporting Ground Zero.